Welcome to All Supplementos Podcast. I'm speaking with Corey and Casey from... Tarantula Tits. That's fucking wicked. Good work. <laughs> right on. So what's uh, what's the word? How's, uh, how's the weather in Barrie? Well, um, I would say it is mild compared to the weekend. It was... Uh, Sunny skies this afternoon. Uh, a little cool, but uh, I think the the sky is still clear. Um, that's just a guess because I'm inside in my warm house on a couch. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's not too bad down in Fergus. It's kind of uh, kind of mild uh, for anyone who doesn't believe in global warming. Um, uh, it's a thing. So because usually in February it's minus 10 full of snow so yeah same with Barry. we're used to like six foot high snow banks and we have not had that we had like one week of snow and we're still riding that and uh it just feels like spring which is kind of sad it is kind of sad too like i work as a chef too so i know a farmer and last uh three last week of january he had um had wheat sprouting from the ground wow <laughs> like like it's it's nuts and like when that happens it's like okay the world the the earth doesn't know what's going on right yeah it's gonna be a weird growth growing season excuse me that's a big yawn good work <laughs> big day at the office today pardon big day at the office big day at the office yeah there you go <laughs> So, where did the idea for you guys to make punk rock cassette tapes? Uh, well, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty organic. Um, so, so we played in a couple punk rock bands, and at the time of no, the what, year, of what are what are their names? Uh, so, uh, Corey and I are in a band called Heavy Petter. Uh, with our neighbor John, and uh, I also play in another band called Angry Spells with a couple of my friends, and Corey also plays in the Speed Humps. And uh, at the time we started the label, I was also in the Speed Humps, and we had planned to release an EP, and we were going to do it ourselves, and we bought some blank tapes, and we were going to dub them ourselves, and that was in March of 2020. And then the world shut down, mm-hmm. so everything kind of got put on hold, and we just forgot about the tapes. We ended up releasing the album, the EP, digitally, and then they kind of sat there for a few months, and then end of summer rolled around, and we were like, okay, well, we're still sitting on these tapes, you know, uh, we could probably get some printing done now that businesses have you know, just kind of sorted their stuff out and um, gotten into a routine again. And anyway, so we, we started um, putting the tapes into production. We still did it all ourselves. So we had the blank tapes, so we dubbed everything on our home stereos. We had um, our buddy at a print shop at the time, so he printed all the J cards and the labels for the tapes. We assembled them. And away she went. And Corey just out of nowhere said, you know, we could uh, we could self-release this as our own label. 
And I said, is, is that all there is to it, to have a label? Like, yeah. So we, <laughs> we uh, had a friend create a logo for us. We thought of a name, slapped the logo on the tape, and that was it. We were tarantula tapes. And uh, it was just that easy at first. And then <laughs> we said, wow, that was pretty easy. We could do this for another band. And, uh, and, you know, help some other bands get their music out there physically, uh, stay connected with the music scene, because obviously nobody was playing shows or seeing each other, because there was, you know, the businesses were shut down. So we really lost touch with the music community, um, which sucked. So this was a way for us to stay connected, um, make new connections, um, help ourselves and other bands to have merch to sell while people weren't able to play shows. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And then uh, we started off with just releasing um, some albums from friends that we knew and then our own bands. And then, uh, yeah, and then people started reaching out to us or we'd reach out to other people. And, and here we are, four years later, we're on our... 47th release um, and we've done a 7 inch vinyl, we did a full length vinyl, so we're dipping our toes into that now too, but the cassettes remain because the cassettes remain so how much um, for you guys to do vinyl, is it quite a, it's quite expensive for you guys to press vinyl, aren't you? Is it? Uh, yeah, so that's why we uh, we don't do as much vinyl as we do tapes because it's just not as accessible and um, it is a big investment too. So, um, and it, there's a lot more um, marketing and promotion that you'd want to put into that. And again, we're we're just a two person team when it comes to most aspects. You know, we work with a few friends for um, like graphic design and, and putting on events, but um, you know, the core day-to-day operations are just the two of us. I'm like, we're, we're full-time workers on the side. This is the passion project. So, um, it's, yeah, I don't think we're, (laughs) we're at the level yet to be doing vinyl for every single release. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's expensive. So we kind of, what is it like 150 for the run? Like 150 Um, vinyls? Uh, it depends. Like we did, um, the full length we did was, um, we did 300 copies and we, uh, co-released that with Black Throne Productions. Uh, they're in the GTA. They're more of like a stoner doom metal label. Um, but the last vinyl release we did was my solo album, which was like a stoner rock album. So that's why we, we chose to work with them. Plus we know them and they're awesome and they work really hard for their bands and, um, and they do a lot of vinyl releases and they're, they're kind of used to that level of production. So, uh, they were really good partners on that. Um, but yeah, we've mostly been testing the waters with our own bands on vinyl. And then What's your solo project called again, sorry? Uh, Novadol. Oh, right. Okay. Right on. Sweet. Yeah, I know. Uh, vinyl is expensive actually. Like I was talking to a bunch of other bands that, um, actually, uh, a band called, uh, Be Fair. They're um, they're a band from across the bond, across the pond. They're from the UK. Um, and like they're sitting there saying that when they're looking at vinyl, they're like, "Holy fuck, that's a lot of money." Yeah. Yeah. And shipping too, right? So oh yeah, that, that's another part of it too. So you kind of have to haul ass and get it out to stores, because um, you know. For anybody that wants a copy and has to order it, you know, it, it kind of sucks. The nice thing with the cassettes, they're small, so they're a lot cheaper to ship as well. So it makes mm-hmm. it, again, more accessible to people. Yeah. Yeah, that's so the thing. Sorry, go ahead. It's nice as an artist when you can get uh, a label to fund your, your vinyl. Because you don't have to worry about all that stuff, but as the label, it's definitely a bigger a bigger risk <laughs> well that's the thing too it's like even like with um i found it really cool you guys were doing tapes like i have a couple of your tapes like uh jerk off diary uh, i just got tall pork <clears throat> i have the uh third compilation album we can talk about that later um and my uh my good friend uh sean dawson who i've known for oh, 
the better half of I will say twenty five years. Oh, I didn't realize you. So an interesting thing about Sean: the yeah. very first Tarantula Tapes release we did, the Speed Hunts Consumption. Uh, the front cover is a piece of art created by Sean. That, yeah, that he uh, gave us for that release. No, he's a uh, he's a really cool dude. Um, I so I went to school with. Uh, his brother Kyle, and then I well got introduced to him like through his brother, obviously, and then got introduced to the guys from uh, Five Knuckle Chuckle and uh, Old that are all that are on the compilation. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, I've known I've known uh, I've known Sean for a better half of my life, if you will. He's, That's awesome. He's the band that uh, Grail just did that. It was a split, but it wasn't really a split. It was the two bands merged to create one larger band, and, uh, and they wrote an album that way. It was really interesting. Yeah, I know. I've known uh, I've known Greg for well, like I used to know him back in the Gerg days. Um, okay. Bro, that was his nickname. Um, <laughs> so I've known Greg probably for about I'll say fifteen plus years. And then, I, mean, uh, I don't know him, but I don't know him, but I mean, I know him through through, I guess, music, right? Because we yeah. have uh, a lot of mutual friends through music. Mm-hmm. Small world, and the scene is so small. It, it's it's <laughs> totally small. It's 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 totally weird too. It's because like I, I used to know when he had the studio back down in Brampton, BWC Studios, and then he just not recently. I think he's been up in Kingston for five years now, four six years. His recording okay. studio. So, yeah, Grail's killer, and so it's fucking old. Like, I, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're into uh, any doom metal, but old is. It's... I listen to tons of metal, and uh, well, both of us do. I listen. Well, we listen to a lot of stuff, but yeah, I, I love metal and uh, nice. doomy stoner stuff. I think we're both very into. Yeah, yeah I like a lot of Rush as well. You said Rush. Brash. Oh, Brash! <laughs> like, I thought you said Rush. No, I was like Brash. Rush. Definitely not Rush. Rush. I love Rush. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think Rush is probably Rush is probably my top five bands ever. I think. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no shame. But I know Corey's not a Rush fan. Oh, it's, it's his voice, isn't it? I know it's his voice. You can tell me. It is the voice. God damn it! He sings like a fucking bird. But I mean, there are other singers that have similar voices that I'm cool. Like, for example, Budgie. Yeah, Budgie's got that like a, a really weirdish kind of voice. Not weird, but you know, non-standard perhaps. I don't know. What that, I don't even know what that means. Well, even but, like um, yeah, um, Ozzy, Ozzy mm-hmm. Osbourne. Like he's got like a shrill. I don't know. I think well. in any other context, I don't think his voice would like sound good. Like, like it works Led, with Sabbath. Led Zeppelin's another too. Like they're huge, and I'm like, I don't get it. But like, if it was instrumental, I'd probably like it. I don't, um, okay. Um, I, I don't know if I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I think Zeppelin, yeah, I think they're, they're pretty good. Um, the singing's good. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that. Because I'd be like, if I actually really knew, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Zeppelin rules. Um, I'm only joking. Well, they do. Like, I like physical graffiti and Zeppelin too. That's about it. But I'm just picky like that. Closer to the Heart. I like that song. Closer to the Heart. And honestly, the first time I I had heard like like um that I became aware of who the artist was because it's just one of those songs you'd hear on the radio, but I never knew who sang it. And then oh, I remember one time it was on the radio and it ended, and they actually went back and said, "Oh, you just heard whatever, whatever." I'm like, "That's a Rush song." I'm like, "No friggin' way." That's, <laughs> That's fucking nuts, man. No, I I fucking dig Rush. I think they're great. Um, what's um so what so that's how you guys got into doing the uh, the tapes. Um, let's start with uh, Corey. What uh, what got you playing music or listening to music, if you will? Uh, I mean, play. I got into playing music um, through. Yeah, I don't even know how I ended up there, but just basically being at like a local show in, in Moncton, uh, where I grew up and, 
it was just kind of that moment you're watching punk rock bands of people that are you know a couple years older but not that much and I was like this is happening where I live I'm like this is incredible like anybody can play in a band and um, then a friend of mine started teaching me how to play guitar he already knew and we eventually formed a band but kind of got into um, yeah I guess playing music through just seeing other people creating and I don't mean like cover bands and stuff but like like original you know like underground kind of stuff like punk rock stuff and it was just it was that where it kind of blew my mind like wow this is actually yeah the city I live in has cool music <laughs> yeah and uh, what about you uh, Corey uh, Casey. <laughs> Shit, sorry, Casey. Too many C's. Oh, you have, no, you have no idea how many times people mix us up. It's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so playing music, um, I actually, I was pretty late to the game to play music. Like, I got into punk rock like, at a pretty young age, like, maybe 13, um, or maybe that's an average age. I don't know. It felt like I was really young. Um... And I'll say, like, when I got into, um, like, the skate punk stuff, like, Green Day, I was maybe around 10 or something when I got into, but I feel like that's a, an entry point for a lot of people from my generation. Um, Why, how so old are you? Like, uh, so I'm 39. Oh, okay. I'm a millennial, uh, so I grew up with a lot of, like, the skate punk, like, the... Uh, what's it called like Epitaph and um, Fat Rock Fat Records Honest Dawn's yeah. Records yeah so uh, I got fearless. into a lot of bands through them or like skateboard and snowboard videos and stuff um, and I go to a few local shows here and there but uh, yeah I was I always felt like an audience member and like uh, I just never pictured myself on stage uh, and then it wasn't until, I don't know, when was it? My 30s? Yeah. my I think I was 30 when we started Heavy Petter, or when you and I started jamming together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I actually just, like, started, you know, I played guitar off and on, but never really took it seriously, and then, uh, I don't know, something switched. And, uh... I think we just started... Because we, like, we lived together. We moved in, recently moved in, actually. Yeah. And then... Uh, because we just, I just had someone to play with yeah, all the time. Yeah, I actually, I wanted... <laughs> my neighbor, we had a yard sale, and he was getting rid of a drum kit, remember? And then uh, I ended up... Uh, the guy getting, that became our drummer. Yeah, I, but I ended up getting the drum kit, so, so I'm like, I have a drum kit, and we have amps, so I'm like, why don't we jam? So we started jamming, and, you know, you do that, and eventually you're going to write a song, which is what happened. And then that just kind of evolved into Heavy Better, which yeah. which was Casey's first band. Cool. Yeah. So I was very late to the game. Um. Right on. Cool. Yeah. No. I think that's a lot of people. Like a lot of people got it. Like I'm 42 right now. Um. Yeah. Going on 43 on Wednesday. Um. And then that's that's, that's how I. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> My birthday is in a couple weeks. Oh, really? Are you a Pisces as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's how I got into it too. It was like, uh, like I got into punk rock like with Green Day and uh, Offspring Smash, and then I just went back and looked at the... And that's the cool thing about like physical copies, because like, how I got into all these bands was opening the liner notes and looking at the thank yous and saying, oh, what the fuck? I know this band. Oh, what's that band? And then you just fucking go on the... HMV or NA Records and <clears throat> buy their CD or tape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like compilations too. I'd always dig through like the Misc Punk section at the record store and then find like a weird compilation and then, you know, it's like that one band or two bands will stick out to you and then you go find their albums. Yeah, uh, what's... um. So, uh, Corey, um, what uh, what punk bands got you into playing music, or what uh, or what bands? It doesn't have to be punk because I listen to a bunch of shit too. Yeah, like when I first started playing, it was um, 
like bar chords and stuff, right? So like, uh, I started playing like, like Misfits, like Glenn Danzig Misfits, not like the other stuff, and uh, like the Ramones, uh, Circle Jerks, um, eventually like Black Flag and Dead Kennedy. So a lot of like, I guess like eighties hardcore. Yeah, and, that would be it. And, and like some of like the eighties and nineties punk rock stuff. We I remember when Deep Green Day kind of blew up, and then yeah, we covered some of their stuff. You mentioned Offspring, I did some of that. So like, those are probably some of the bands that I first started jamming on. And Descendants do um, a lot, yeah. Um, and then um, they've always been a big influence. Yeah, just, you just are from a, a writing and uh, especially bass, bass playing stuff. But uh, yeah, a lot of those bands kind of got me into playing with others and then writing our own music and then you know obviously once you kind of get the the bug of writing your own music um you know you, you don't do as many cover songs anymore i mean they, it's still fun to cover but yeah so anyway those are the bands that kind of got me into playing and so what are you listening to right now do you still listen to uh the same genre of punk rock or do you sort of do you listen to a lot of metal you were saying yeah, I listen to a lot of, I'm all over the place, but yeah, I, I like metal a lot. I like discovering new stuff, so I'm constantly just listening to, like, random playlists, especially on Bandcamp, um, stuff I've never heard of, you know, so I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, and making playlists like that, so just kind of, uh, I guess, chasing, always chasing something new, mm-hmm. something to scratch the but uh, yeah, I've been a lot of metal lately. Um, I lately for the last years, several years. Um, but I still listen to punk rock, obviously. Um, fair bit, but probably like yeah. There's a lot of good hardcore bands right now. Yeah, what do you what, what bands are you talking about? Um, well, you listen to a lot of that band, Cell Death. Were they from out east? From PI. Yeah, so Cell Death. There's a bunch of hardcore bands in like the Barry <clears throat> scene right now, like. Um, Slewfoot just put out they're a band from here they just put an EPO that's, yeah Slewfoot Wolfgang Fist is there isn't Cross isn't Crossdog from Barry? uh no well I one of them I believe is like their families from around here but um they live in Peterborough oh that's right too I forgot about that yeah um yeah they're great um actually uh I'm gonna be playing with them in a couple weeks at Bitch Fest Bitch nice. Fest on March 8th. Friday, March 8th at Hard Luck. There you go. Crop Dog, Angry Spells, Gaiden Smash, and I believe it's pronounced Cunt. It's just C-N-T. C-N-T. Um, I think and it's Strange cunt, Limbs. Yeah. 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 And so what do you what do you listen yeah. to? You listen to a lot of, uh, you still listen to punk rock and hardcore too? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a mixed bag. Also, I love disco, um, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of stoner rock this past year, and um, I really like garage punk. Any anything in the garage realm, I like. Um, yeah. Cool. Right on. I feel like I feel like I always fall back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Like with like skate punk, like I'm always listening to it. But uh, I'm a huge, uh, and I love metal too, and like do metal. But at home, I'm a huge uh, like I'm just fuck around the house. I'm a huge hip hop head. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know what did I just get in the mail the other day. Uh, artist called Zarface. Have you heard of them or no? Sounds like something I'm listen to right now. you do actually. They're fucking wicked. Uh, it's um, dude, uh, uh, Inspector Deck from Wu Tang Clan. It's, it's, yeah, it's his uh, one of his side projects. It's and they got like fucking like almost like seven elms out now. But uh, the one, the one to listen to, and it's all about like it's all got references like in like um, it's like Run the Jewels where uh, they they uh, reference like comic books and like wrestling and whatnot. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, oh, okay, yeah, Run the Jewels. Yeah, we were, we were listening to that for a while. Yeah, yeah. Run the Run the Jewels, Killer Mike and LP. But yeah, if you if you do listen to uh, Zaraface, listen to the track Nightcrawler featuring Method Man. It's fucking, it's a banger. And like, All right. just turn it up and roll a joint and 
grab a beer and just it's fucking wicked. So when you guys um when you guys get signed someone to your label, um, how does that process go? Like, do you guys actually make the tape in the basement? Um. So we used to. We do. I mean, we do. Okay. So here's. It's a pretty informal process. We. Um, you know, we've we've got our we've got a process. We discuss with the band if they like it. If uh, if they're down with that and how we operate, then we go ahead with it. And um, yeah, we get all the tapes made for them and do all the work. Um, and the work being um, having the tape dubbed, which we do professionally now. We used to do it from home, but. It takes a long time, and we're not working from home during a pandemic anymore, so we don't really have as much time on our hands. So um, time was a factor, but also the quality control, because we're not using uh, like commercial equipment. So when you're dubbing that many tapes and um, at high speeds, like you, you lose quality. And if there's something wrong with the tapes, like... In the early days, sometimes we'd get blank tapes and they'd be wound too tightly. So it would look like it was recording, but it really wasn't. And, um, yeah, it's just really hard to ensure everything is recorded at the highest quality. And, like, and for our quality control, we were just listening to, you know, 50 to 100 tapes <laughs> to make sure, you know, there was no issues. So, anyways, we get them all dubbed out of house right now. And then... Uh, we're, there's a local printing company. We get all the J cards uh, or inserts and labels made, and then we do all the assembly uh, and put it all together. Do the marketing, promotion, sell it, whatever, all of that stuff. Um, so, if I was to ask both of you, uh, what's your one of your favorite tapes on your uh, record company? What would you say? And you can't. Well, I don't know. Yeah, there's I mean, favorites for different reasons. Exactly. There but I mean, I, I would just pick the Speed Homes Consumption because it's the one that started it. If yep. it didn't happen, none of the cells would. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, that's that's who I would pick. But they're all they're all unique and special in their own way. Just like all three of my cats, like Mr. Martini, yeah. who's <laughs> sitting on the fucking table. Like, I could probably I could probably talk for like thirty minutes or more about every single release. Oh know? yeah, that'd be fucking yeah, cool. Like, because there's so much that goes in, you know, like the amount of work leading up to it. You know, when you're doing like your artwork and your layout, you know, sometimes you you find a spelling mistake and you fix it last minute, uh, or sometimes you don't and you print it and you're like, oh shit, how did we miss that one? <laughs> you know, but like. Uh, meeting up like uh, Tallport, we just released like a, they live in North Bay. We're in Barry. So, yeah, that's a good one. I just got that. It's a good record, dude. It's yeah. a good EP. It's super cool, and uh, we had never met them before, like in person. So we met in Huntsville, which is kind of halfway. They drove south, we drove north. We met up, had a beer, had some food, hung out, and um, you know that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, that's what's been so awesome. It's, like, we've made so many uh, friends doing this, and it's, like, that definitely seems to be just the same type of person and personality on the label. Like, everybody gets along really well. Um, it's just, it's been a lot of good working relationships and friendships that have blossomed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just meeting new people, that's a great part of the release. Um but like, yeah, yeah. Consumption would have been uh, is is a very special release. It's also a great album. Like it's good songs too. But uh, yeah, every album has a bit of a story to it and a different connection to us. Um, and like, it's not like they're all exactly the same style of music too. So it's hard to say what your favorite is because we're into so many different types of music. Like we do mostly punk, but there's some punk adjacent stuff and you know there's some that are more hardcore then there's skate punk then there's pop punk then there's a stoner rock album then there's you know kind of like a dreamy bedroom punk and then there's like uh, I don't know, we've done acoustic stuff so 
it um it kind of has been all over the place so it would be very hard to pick a favorite yeah no it's well it's all good right like i, I was just uh, <laughs> i was just trying to fucking mix the pot up if you will um yeah yeah of course. no no it's all good no i was talking to um uh jerk off diary and they said they recorded at your guys place their whole out their whole album they did yeah that's yeah, pretty- so I, I've, I've recorded uh, a lot of bands here and but not all of them are out on the label like there's no criteria for that at all um <clears throat> like let's, let's just make a record um sometimes it's like hey uh do you want me to put this out because i really really want to <laughs> right on um but um like which island was like that you know uh we had not intended to put them out um not that like we were avoiding it but it's just we the thought hadn't occurred to us and we never had that conversation and then as we're recording it i'm like i'm obviously i'm loving the music and stuff i'm like you know um i'd love to put this out on tape if you want to right <laughs> you know so uh, but other you know we of course some other stuff that that uh was released at different places and stuff so yeah, there's no criteria about doing that. Yeah, I know. Um, the Tall Pork uh, cassette I've been listening to uh, for a bit. Um, my one question, when they when they named it, I don't know if you know this or not, this EP has 22 minutes. Is that a, um, a rip on this hour has 22 minutes? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am not a lawyer. No, no, so. but yeah. Obviously, yeah. It's, it's <clears throat> That's hilarious. Well, that is exactly 22 minutes, isn't it? Uh, not exactly. I think it was 22 minutes. Uh, I think it runs... No, it's not exactly 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not... Why well, I listened to it, I didn't... Anyways, whatever. Well, I don't know when I got... Got the tapes made because I had to choose how long it's. <coughs> I know, I know it was not eleven minutes exactly on each side. That's oh, wow. oh that's all right. So what's um? <laughs> what it does? Back, back. It does have you know twenty two minutes of enjoyment as you read <laughs> as you read through everything inside of it on the physical version only. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you uh? What was the last song each of you, last band that you guys listened to? Oh. Like today. The, the last band I listened to, um, mm. it was, uh, yeah, I kind of have to, I think it was on Spotify. I was in the car the other day. What was it? It was either the the latest High on Fire single, single or, um, from the fucking random playlist that came on I can't remember I was random playlist uh, Neil Young No Hidden Path no, off of the Dream Dreams 2 album yeah I had to look it up because I was like I don't remember I was just had music on random earlier you a big Neil That's Young fan or no I love Neil Young yeah I mean no. like oh mine was not always and certainly not every album but yeah he's definitely got a, a lot of good music so the last thing on mine was uh Blackened by Toke. Is that a cover of Metallica? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but Toke is a stoner band for sure. Yeah, I'm I... glad. I'm glad it wasn't Taylor Swift when I opened them. <laughs> <laughs> T Swizzle. She's got some catchy Yeah, there's a reason why she's fucking huge, right? Like, come on, like, I don't, I don't give any. Um, whatever man like there's a reason why other people are there right so it's like um the new blink 22 album like i don't like it i think it's fucking dog shit so but lots of people like it for me i love dude ranch i still love dude ranch and i listen to that album um a couple times a year yeah i think they i think they should have quit at dude ranch how's that yeah okay yeah, I'll let you have that. <laughs> I know, I just don't think we needed a new Blink-22 album. Same with the new Green Day album. I think everything was fine the way it was. Yeah, I mean, like, they're obviously, like, <clears throat> evolving as artists or changing as artists. They're, and they have to cater to a certain crowd, too. But um, I, I definitely preferred earlier albums from both of those bands. 
Yeah. And for Green Day, I think Insomniac was their best album. Wow, which that's crazy. Most people don't even know about. Uh, I would sit there and say their best album. I don't know. I would have to say Dookie because it's it's not a it's pop. It, what's that? I think I think her plug. I like her plank too. I like Slappy Hours too. All the stuff on Lookout Records is really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, when they did, uh, actually both those albums, Somniac and uh, oh fuck, what do you call it, uh, Dookie. I think they were growing up a little bit. Um, I think after I think everything after uh, American Idiot can probably go somewhere else, but. Yeah, but, even American Idiot was pushing it. I know. I, I get a lot of shit for that, too, because I fucking love that album. I don't know what it is, but I think it's great. But there's a lot of producing into it, and there's... Uh, well, Josh Freeze is on the album, too, as uh, as uh, percussion as well, too. So, yeah. no, I think it's a good album. But, that, was the, um, that was the tour I got to see them live, though, but I, I wasn't listening to them a lot then, but I was like, <laughs> like, Green Day came through Barry. I'm like... <laughs> I was at that show. They were such a big part of my childhood, like, I had to go. Yeah, I was at that show. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, uh, wasn't it, uh, Anti-Flag, Green Day, and, um, fucking, what's his tits? Um, what the fuck's the band? Oh, Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy World. Jimmy World. Something like that. It was like the band that sounded like them, too. Yeah. No, it was Flag, Jimmy World, and Green Day came on. Flag was really good, too. Um, until they all, until the one guy fucked it up, so. I know, I know. They were good back then. What? I can't, um, I can't understand you with your yawn. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. We had, like, a, a big, um... We had a big meal for dinner, and it's like it's putting me out. We had spaghetti and meatballs and and uh, garlic bread, and yeah. now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like when when I woke up, I was just uh, I was talking to you because we had the same thing. Like we had stuffed peppers and like some potato and shit, <laughs> and then we were watching Alzheimer, and then oh. my my head went to the couch, and then I woke up two minutes before nine. Like give me five minutes, I gotta like, wake up. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. So. It's definitely not the conversation. It's definitely the meal. I think it's hilarious. What are you talking about? I have a delicious, <laughs> uh, delicious uh, cherry coke in front of me, and um, it's really good. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, you guys give me all the socials. Okay. Well, we are. Um, so our main site is tarantulatapes.ca. Very official. It'll take you to our band camp. <laughs> um, and uh, you'll see all of the releases there. You can stream them. You can buy merch. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, uh, X, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> whatever you I still call I still call it Twitter. We're on Twitter, and that's what I call it, whatever. And I, bar- I barely use it either, too, so. Yeah, we're, we're on there, but, like, I haven't logged in in months, so I don't even know if it's still active. Um, but we're there. You can see some old posts. We're also, excuse me, we're on Mastodon, if you prefer that platform. We're on YouTube. We have Spotify playlists. Um, so pretty much all of the releases, we just keep tossing onto the Spotify. 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 One more time. <laughs> and, uh... I feel like I'm missing one. Facebook, Facebook Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on there. Um, we're most active on Instagram um, and Facebook. Um, but, Tick. like, yeah, like YouTube is pretty good. Like, we've got um, a lot of, like, live videos from our events and bands and stuff like that. Or, if, like, any of the bands that put out official videos, like, that's we're throwing that on there. We also have an e-news. So, if you want a little more exclusive content... Um, or stuff that we don't regularly post on the internet, um, just like bigger, bigger interviews or, or videos and stuff like that. Um, there's a link tree in, like on our Bandcamp or Instagram profile. You can find a link tree, and then there's uh, there's a form you can sign up for our monthly e news. It goes out 
roughly every month. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can subscribe to that. You might find some extra content there. And what else? Any events coming up? Any uh, shows? Bitch Fest in downtown Toronto. It's T-Dot. across like 12 different, nine, nine or 12 different venues. But uh, there's a bunch of Tarantula Tapes bands. Also, there's Friends of the Label. And it looks like uh, there's like 53 bands. So there's a ton of, um, there's, there's just a ton of artists to. Uh, and we're one of the sponsors on that. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been helping to promote that event. Um, so definitely check that out. There's a lot of good artists. Uh, and that's for every, it's like every weekend in March, so like Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturdays in March. Um, what about your guys' bands? You guys want to do the ads on the bands? Yeah, well, uh, Angry Spells is playing Friday, March 8th at Hard Luck for Bitch Fest. Uh, Heavy Petter, you can see the two of us Saturday, March 9th at Doc Ellis. And um, 30th New Orleans. Oh yeah, yeah. March 30th, it, Heavy Powder is going to be playing uh, the Spot in Newmarket. Uh, also with Label Mates, the Holdouts. Oh, they're fucking. They're a wicked band, eh? The Holdouts. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they remind me of the Lawrence Arms a bit, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, like uh, the band from uh, Chicago. Yeah, 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 no, they're good. Yeah, they're uh, fucking rad, actually. So is that new Alkaline Trio, then, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I never really got into Alkaline Trio. Oh, you have to. It's a fucking killer band. They <laughs> they should be bigger than fucking Blink-22 and Green Day, but... Is it the one guy in that band? He used to be Matt Skiba, but then he left because uh, Tom decided to make money again, so... Oh, Tom, Tom's back in the Blink 182, and Matt Skiba's <laughs> out. And I loved all the Skiba stuff from Blink 182 because he wrote like a lot of it too, right? Oh, so, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So sweet guys. There yeah, there you go. Um, oh, and Speed Humps have a new album coming out. Mm-hmm. When is that? Uh, April. When is it, Corny? Uh, exact date. Like the middle, <laughs> the middle, the middle of April. It's one of the Fridays. I forget exactly the number, what date it is. Yeah. And the next Tarantula Tapes release is uh, Lightmares from Sudbury. They're like nice. garage punk, garage rock. Uh, they're going to be coming out in a couple weeks. And then, yeah, after that, Speed Humps. That's what you guys. Well, thanks a lot for doing this. Well, we'll do another one. I was actually thinking about doing another one of you guys with... Uh, we could dive through the, um, the Tarantula Tapes uh, comps, like one through three. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I was gonna say like you didn't ask about the comp because you were yeah. the beginning. I was but, uh, yeah, like that. There's a lot there, and then and also Sean's is like uh, you know it's a comp, but we're, we well it was his idea to call it a soundtrack, but it, it is basically a compilation. But it was done very differently than how we've done compilations before too. So I've always found that to be quite interesting. Different yeah, I think I think we sit there like I think a separate podcast on the uh, the comps would. Because there's a lot of stuff there, and there's a lot of bands, and a lot of history, and a lot of information um, yeah. throughout the bands. I think that'd be a lot more fun too. And maybe if we came up to Barry, or if you guys came down here, we can do it live too. That was, that was just a yeah, th- that'd be fun. Just yeah. a thought that going through my head. We'd have one of those seventeen percent juicy IPAs. <laughs> uh, and then I and then I think we'd be spending the night in Barry. Because <laughs> I'm, we'll be uh, having a couple of smokes too, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, I love marijuana. It's great. I love how it's legal. It's fucking rad. You know, you know, I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about cats. I gotta uh, say, well, isn't, isn't it based around cats? It is, is around actually cats? based around cats. But I was looking at the time right now. I was being really generous because someone said she had to go to bed at ten o'clock, and it's ten o four. But you know what? We can talk about the cats for sure. <laughs> Done. Um, well, we mentioned it, so now we've. Uh, now listen, you've. Listen. Yeah, like now, now the Casey's. You got her all wound up. She's good to go. For it. <laughs> no, I do need to. She doesn't need to catch a flight. You could sleep on the plane. Oh my gosh! Okay, let's let's do like one cat question each, or like. Okay. What do you? How many cats do you have? We have two: Maggie and Tuna. Nice. And uh, how old are Maggie and Tuna? Uh, 
Tuna is about six. She's a um, she's a domestic short haired (laughs) orange tabby. Mm-hmm. And Mag- Maggie is about 14, domestic, long hair, very sassy, and... Very sassy. Very sassy. And she's getting some dental work soon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know Olive is... Uh, how old's Olive? <laughs> she is 16? 17? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and she weighs cool. around uh, 24 pounds. Oh, and she's a big yeah. girl. She's a big one, yeah. She's all right, though. Yeah. <laughs> she's the one that rules the other one. She's like, because it goes all over the pimento, and then we got a new one after we named the podcast, and then we called him Mr. Oh. Martini. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, nice. so it's, yeah it's, it's a pretty funny joke. Not really. And then um, all of, uh, sorry, pimento is two years old. She just turned two last, last week. And then uh, Mr. Teeny Weeny is uh, eight months, I think. Oh. Yeah, he's the only little guy. He wakes up Jennifer like at like three o'clock in the morning. I don't think he's there. Um, three o'clock in the morning, and he'll crawl up and like sleep on her neck and her head. Um, uh, so when we first awesome. when we first got him, uh, we rescued him from like this little uh, ship um, transport truck yard, and so we got him when he was. Four weeks old. Okay. So he was like really tiny, tiny. Like his eyes weren't even really open. So Aww. he would jump on Cute. the he would jump on the bed and lie on our chest, and he still does that to this day. Do you guys have any dogs or no? No dogs. We have a hamster. You had a hamster. Or you have one. Uh, we had and we have. <laughs> what happened to the first one? Uh, the first one died, but at a good old age, like. He was almost three, which is like a hundred and a half hamster years. Is it? <laughs> um, and then Jinx is the one we have now. She's definitely a senior ham. Um, senior so. ham. He <laughs> <laughs> like some pretty cute ham hands. Senior ham. How does uh, how does the senior ham uh, get along with the two cats? Uh, they don't really interact. Um, people will sometimes sit and watch. Yeah, the cats aren't even, they're not as interested in her as I thought they would be. But yeah, Tuna likes to just kind of sit and watch. Well, we had guinea pigs before too, and and they need a lot of space. So we had like, like about a quarter of our living room was, was, <laughs> was theirs. And, um, the it was, it like was caged in. Eventually we, we just opened it and let the, let them do whatever they want, which... All they want to do is be by their food, but uh, but but the cats were so used to it. Like they would jump in and drink the water out of the guinea pigs' dish, and sometimes even sleep in there too. So <laughs> I just think they're they're used to it that they just don't care. Yeah, but th- this hamster we don't see as often. But, uh, she's got she keeps some weird hours, you know. Yeah, she's awake I, at least. well, yeah, they're not nocturn- I mean, they're nocturnal, aren't they, hamsters? They are, yeah. The last time we had, we'd start waking up around 9 p.m., though, so um, so we'd get some playtime in with him. But, no, this girl, she's just, like, middle of the night, whenever we're not around, doesn't really care for us. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine having a hamster. I know, like, cleaning three litter boxes is enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got, we're uh, using pretty litter. You know what pretty litter is? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. How do you like it? It's fucking wicked. Does it actually work? Like, yes. have you noticed a change yes. in the color? Yes, and it doesn't smell all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's well worth it. Like, it's like, I think for three bags, I think we pay like 100 bucks or whatever a month. But you would pay that with uh, three boxes of like clay kitty litter, which like runs you like 23, 25 bucks. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, we have the corn stuff right now, and it does. Um, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, we uh, we just got back on it pretty later because we we're like, ah, it's kind of expensive, and then we get the clay stuff, and we're like, fuck this shit. And then um, I love how this went from like, how'd you start your cassette label to cat litter to cat <laughs> shit, right? Just from listening to tapes to right to cat dookie. This is my other specialty, though. It's tapes, and then it's cats. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> us too, man. Like I work as a chef. I love tunes and I love my cats. Uh, I don't. We don't have any kids, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, we're the same. Yeah, we're the same. Like whatever. I like like I like kids. Like other people's kids. I just from afar, right? It's like you know, it's nice when you can send them back. Well, I don't even go that far. <laughs> No, oh, it is what it is. Whatever. I'm 42. Jennifer is turning 45. Like, there's a reason why we don't have children, right? Like, because we basically still are children uh, a little bit. So, but um, oh, anyways, um, so that's yeah, but we, we can pick up this cat conversation too, along with the compilations. Yeah. So what I was going to do, I think um, it's a really good idea. We can do like one through three, and I got one scheduled with. Um, Sean Dawson in the middle of March. So, oh, cool. Yeah, he's going to talk about that and stuff like that. And all the other stuff. So, <coughs> sorry, guys. Um, awesome. Thanks for doing this. Um, we got all the socials, all the stuff. Um, send me some pictures of the cats and the hamster. <laughs> and we'll throw it on the old IG and we'll go from there. But uh, right, awesome. Thanks for good. doing this, guys. Uh, stay on the line, huh? Okay. Cool. Thank you.